Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast. I'm your host, Evan Newberger. With me, as always, it's Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek, and we are here for Super Bowl week. Uh, festive event, uh, definitely one of the best uh, events of the year, and I think we've got a good game on our hands. Uh, you guys excited for the game? Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is what we this is what we do. So uh, definitely excited. Uh, give you a couple prop bets here and there, and hope you win some money, and uh, hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, I I'm always excited the the week right before Super Bowl. You know, you, you get that extra week break, and it just builds the suspense a little bit you know both these teams you know they're, they're probably pretty evenly matched both definitely deserve to be here um so i'm i'm looking forward to a great game here yeah i think you know given the final four teams that were in there i was kind of glad the chiefs weren't in because i think they probably had the potential to blow teams out more than anybody else but i i think this should be a pretty close game um you know Bengals have been able to put up points with anybody and uh you know, the Rams have been kind of an all-around solid squad, so uh, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm predicting a close game, though. Uh, before we get into that, though, we gotta we got to talk about how we did on championship uh, weekend, and uh, spoiler alert, uh, we did pretty well. Um, so starting it off with our lead pipe locks, uh, Adam, uh, you bought down the Rams uh, to minus three versus the Niners, and uh, we'll just remind everybody that that line was at uh, three and a half. And a uh, good thing you did it uh, because, of course, the Rams wound up winning by three. Yeah, it's a draw. You know, yeah. they, I mean, that's, that's money I can bet this week. Yep. Yeah, you're <laughs> not losing, you're winning. There's yep. a reason why you bought it down to three points because, yeah. you know, it could end by a field goal. It's so. a winning decision. Absolutely. Uh, Robbie, you had Nicole Hardman over 24 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, it was, what, four? first quarter where he had like a 40 yard bomb and that that, that felt good hey, you hit that you only needed one yeah just needed one i think he got a couple though including touchdown so yeah and then uh, i did a uh, a tease uh Bengals plus 14 and rams plus three and a half this one uh yeah i mean i guess it could have gotten a little scary with the uh the rams there um uh if the niners had uh, gotten into the end zone Late or in that pop. game, but uh, it didn't look like Jimmy G had it in him. So. Or, or, or Pop-Tart caught that uh, interception. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jaquaski. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, Bengals plus 14. They had a great comeback, uh, obviously, to, to hold that, but that did not look good for a while there. Uh, Neither then, of those look good. No. no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, with the, with the teasers, sometimes you just kind of slime it out. But, uh, yeah, we are... Uh, Pretty good on the lead pipe locks there, though. Uh, two wins and a push. We'll take that. Uh, not to bury the lead, but the podcast parlay. Back to back winners. Uh, we had Bengals plus seven, Bengals Chiefs under 54.5, and, a half, and uh, Cam Akers under 61.5 rushing yards. Look at that. Definitely, definitely helped with the Cam Akers a little bit with that he got uh, hurt for a little bit yeah, during that game. Um, but uh, you know, still, still great picks. Great picks. I believe the Bengals plus seven was your original lead pipe lock, Evan, too. And you know, yeah, it was all good. It was it was all good. We were we were feeling good about the game. So uh, podcast partly making a huge return. To yeah, form. we were uh, we were down a lot of money on the podcast parlays. Uh, so much so that we even stopped. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a hiatus. <laughs> Uh, but we brought it back on a whim, and now we're one podcast parlay away from 
being positive on the year, but we're not gonna we're not gonna commit to that. Yeah, we're not gonna know, commit to if we if if we think we can pull one off, we will. But you know, as of this point, we're we're not committing to anything, and and that's just how it's gonna be. Um, so yeah, uh, looking good with that. Um, made a little bit of money next, so feeling good. But uh, yeah, uh, overall, I mean, two great games that weekend. Uh, Bengals Chiefs, obviously, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, Bengals uh, were down early and uh, they just clawed back a uh, tail of two halves in that game uh, Chiefs were all over them in the uh, first half but uh, Bengals got that goal line stand at the end of the first half that seemed to change the game and uh, Bengals came out hot in the second half and uh, that was uh, that was all she wrote uh, yeah, apparently uh, Mahomes waved off the field goal <laughs> yikes <laughs> yeah that's a that's a cold take in retrospect yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, great, great comeback by the Bengals, uh, for a bunch of guys that were on the Bengals. Uh, that was exciting to watch. And then, uh, you know, the late game didn't disappoint either. Uh, Niners Rams, uh, defensive battle, a uh, good game late. And, uh, ultimately Jimmy G didn't have it in him, but, uh, Rams pulled it off late winning by the field goal. Um, so yeah, guys, I mean, uh, a couple good games, great playoff run. Uh, hoping we, we cap it off here with a, uh, a strong Super Bowl here, which would just really mark one of the better postseasons in my memory. Yep. Yeah, it's been uh, two straight, just unbelievable weekends. Yep. Hoping for a third. Hoping for a third, that's right. Well, uh, I mean, the third straight weekend would have technically been the Pro Bowl, and I don't think that would be yeah. a great weekend for anybody watching <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, the only fireworks going off were in uh, <laughs> Alvin Kamara's. Yikes. They might need to rethink Vegas as the Pro Bowl destination because yeah, you're, you're asking for a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh... It's not. He's not going to be running away with a, an ankle bracelet anytime soon. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, tough, tough weekend for Alvin Kamara. But uh, we don't know. Maybe, maybe the guy he kicked the shit out of had it coming. Who knows? Maybe it was just bad. <laughs> I, I got no information on that. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing. I'm purely I'm speculating away. on the motives of that fight. Um, but yeah. Um, well, guys, before we get into the Super Bowl, um, got to give one final shout out, brother Jeff. Hitting it up uh, with the uh, the Instagram and, and Twitter account, uh, doing great work for us on social media. Uh, really added a great element uh, to the season for us. So want to want to thank him one final time for this season, and uh, hopefully it's something we can uh, we can do uh, going forward as well. But uh, great job, Jeff, yeah. on uh, social media. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I feel like we're letting him down a little bit with how much we're actually hitting some of these parlays towards the end because <laughs> see, he had a fun time. Roasting some of our, uh, you know, bad, bad picks that we had going for a while. Oh yeah, he told us that he's like it's so much easier to do when you guys are are losing. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, brother Jeff, thank you very much for for your efforts, and uh, yeah, we hope we hope we can uh, continue it going forward here. Uh, but uh, if you're not following us already, make sure you do. Uh, we are at SL Football Guys on Twitter and Instagram, so a lot of good content there. Uh, Sure to be a busy Super Bowl Sunday uh, with the posts as well there. We'll, we'll be having fun online, so follow along with us. Um, guys, anything else uh, before we get into uh, the Super Bowl preview here? Now let's pick some winners. All right. Let's do it. Okay, then. So without further ado, let's get into the Super Bowl. And it's uh, we're, the line we're working with right now is uh, 
Bengals are plus four, uh, technically as the home team in this game, even though uh, the game is in SoFi Stadium. Uh, so Bengals plus four with the over-under currently set at 48 and a half. Uh, right now, the juice is leaning towards uh, even getting up to uh, four and a half rather than coming down. So it uh, looks like money's at least at this point coming in on the Rams. But, uh, you know, it's it could shift either way. I think at this point, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it if it moved a half point or a full point either direction. I don't know that it will get to five, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if it dropped down to three or even got up to four and a half. So, um but uh, obviously game uh, being played at SoFi, so weather's not going to be a factor in Los Angeles and that Canopy Stadium. Uh, guys, we'll start it off. Uh, Adam, why don't you give us uh, first thoughts here uh, on this game? Yeah, I mean, you hit it You hit it in the opener. I, I just expect this one to be close. Um, I, you know, these are, I, I, I guess, two, I would think, pretty evenly matched teams. Um, both have explosive offenses. Um, but, you know, I think Rams probably have a, you know, they have more stars on a defense, but overall, I think these units are a little bit similar. I'd give the edge to the Rams, but uh, just the way, you know, Joe Burrow has been playing and, um, you know, they they come into this game as like a, as a cohesive unit. Um, you know, you don't, you don't really see that from a lot of teams, you know, that played wildcard weekend. And, um, you know, I said it from the beginning of the playoffs that this is a very balanced team. They play as a team and uh, yeah, I think they have well, 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 uh, well positioned to keep this certainly within four points. I, I'm, I'm still a little surprised this line keeps on teetering between four and four and a half. Um, you know, especially if they jump out to an early lead, um, you know, I, I think this could be a little bit lower scoring than people think. Um, and for the Bengals, uh, I think that their route or the route to victory is going to be running the ball and really hanging um really feeding Joe Mixon, trying to run directly at Aaron Donald and some of these uh, playmakers on the Rams. Um, that's really their Achilles heel, um, at least in just my opinion. I'm not sure the stats backed it up, but if you try to run at Aaron Donald, I, I think that's probably their best route to victory here. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to pass protect Joe Burrow all game. And if you establish a run, um, you know, eventually you can lead to some play action plays and open up the ball downfield for uh, T Higgins and Chase. So, I would definitely like to see the Bengals uh, go that down that route, and uh, for the Rams, um, just the way just the way Stafford's playing, I think they're going to try to lean on him. I don't think they're going to try to run the ball. Uh, we've seen Cam Akers really be, you know, hit or miss so far this postseason. The last two games, he's really been ineffective. Um, I, I don't under, sort of understand why they're not using Sony Michelle. I, I know we'll probably get into him later, but his rushing. Uh, yards over is 17. I, I think I'd definitely take the over for that. But um, yeah, overall, I do I do like the Rams. Uh, I think 48 and a half as an over under line is just really good. I'm not going to touch that. I think that's that's a really good line. I expect it to be right around there. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys uh, what you guys are thinking. Yeah, uh, that is. Uh, I didn't even think about Sony Michelle. It seems like he's been. Gotten a little phased out, but I guess he still had ten carries last week. He only had one against Tampa Bay. He didn't get hurt that game, did he? Or I don't, I don't remember I don't him so. getting no, hurt or any no. reason for him to be sitting out. So that's that's kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, that that's an interesting line for me for sure. But um, you know, I I, I I I like a lot of what you said. Um, you know, I I, I do think the 
Bengals are going to try to keep it close. I, I think first half, at least, you know, you might see a lot of Rams. Uh, Bengals have been pretty slow to start, and I think if there hasn't been obvious, I, I've been saying this a little bit over these playoffs and how good the Bengals have been coming in to that second half um, in that, uh, you know, they, they've they only let up uh, – so in divisional round, they let up 10 points to the Titans, and those are the only points they've let up in the third quarter since um, week 15 against the Broncos where they let up seven to the to Denver, and they still won that quarter. Um, but, um, you know, you know, so they've been coming out pretty hot and making some good adjust- adjustments after what they see in the first half. Um, you know, I, I'm going to just come out with it right now since I'm kind of talking about it that my favorite play right now – for this weekend is Bengals um, pretty much tie no bet. So um, so Bengals essentially plus zero in third quarter. That's laying around plus 120, and I just love it. I think there's a very good chance Bengals are going to be down uh, after the first half, and they're going to need to make some adjustments, and, you know, they can do it. So that one's going to be my lock of the week. But it's a lock. Nice. Um, but – Going talking about the full game, yeah, I, th- I think the Bengals are going to be able to come back, claw back in the second quarter. I think you're going to see quite a bit of some T. Higgins on the outside. Um, you know, a lot of people are expecting a lot of Jamar Chase, but, you know, I, I think he's going to get a little Ramsey there uh, and that, you know, Higgins is going to be pretty wide open. And on the other side of the ball, you know, Cooper Cup has just been so good. Uh, he is someone who is currently – uh, I believe in the last, I'm double checking this right now, but I, I believe it was, it's definitely been every game of the playoffs he's had touchdowns so far. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, and what it, I believe it's in each of the last five games as well. Um, and it is in each of the last five games he has had a touchdown, um, including two last week. So, you know, Cooper Cup is a big part of this offense right here. Um you know, he, him and uh, Stafford have a connection. I, th- I think both sides are going to be gunning it, but, uh, you know, both defenses are have been pretty good. Uh, obviously, brands are pretty obvious how good they've been, but the Bengals have been kind of one of those sneaky good defenses that they're, they are going to be able to contain uh, Stafford a little bit and at least make it a little difficult for them. So, quick, just a quick question. For the plus zero, so that's a push if it's a tie in the third quarter, right? Yep. Oh, I love that bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're feeling a little more dangerous, the Bengals' money line in the third quarter is like plus 155, which, you know, I think is also great value. Um, Yeah, I I love either of those. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you hit on a lot of good points, guys. Um, Yeah, it's been no secret. Robbie, you've been at the forefront of it. Uh, You know, the Bengals' second half uh, performances have really – been the story uh lately i mean you know second half of the season for them and even uh in the playoffs here uh, they've really been a second half team and really highlighted last week against the chiefs but uh you know that that shows to me uh that's good coaching um and uh you know i don't think uh, i know zach taylor is the more unproven coach in this game um but i i think i don't think he's out of his element at all in this game i think you know going into Going into uh, Arrowhead and beating somebody like Andy Reid, um, you know the question stopped there with me. Like you, you proved you proved me something. So um, you know my, I do have some questions. I wonder. Obviously, these two are very familiar with each other. Um, 
Sean McVay has always spoken very highly of uh, Zach Taylor. Um, so, I you know, I, I think these are two, uh, you know, brilliant offensive minds, uh, guys that clearly, you know, know how to control a locker room. And, uh, you know, I, I think from the coaching standpoint, I don't, I'm, you know, maybe people would give the advantage to McVeigh here, but I think these are these are two very good offensive minds uh, at the forefront of kind of you know new thinking in the NFL. Yeah, and Zach Taylor was with the Rams when they were in their last Super Bowl, so yep. I mean, definitely McVeigh has a little bit more experience. But you know, Taylor was also a coach in that game, so he understands you know how long the halftime is, certain preparations that you know a, a coach non non Super Bowl coach would have. So yep. Yeah, familiar with what this week is, right? Mm-hmm. This week is kind of a monster, uh, and it's just, you know, very different. And that's kind of – I'm going to touch on a few things before I kind of get into my, my pick here, but um, I'll, I'll transition to that. You know, a lot of people, I think, are thinking, oh, the Rams are the home team in this game. Um, I, I disagree with that notion. Um, you know, this week is just extremely abnormal for both these teams. Uh, just with the media schedules and the practice schedule that they have. Um, it's not like anything else uh, that they will have ever prepared for. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Rams being in the Super Bowl, they, they've done it in the past. But um, when you just think about, like, oh, the week of training for the game and things like that, I think that's where you see a lot of home field advantage come in, um, is the work that's done ahead of the game and the preparation uh, and having to factor in travel to that. But I think when you take that out of the equation, I mean, obviously the Bengals have been there all week. Uh, you know, they're not getting off a plane on, you know, the day before this game. Uh, and as far as ticket sales goes, I mean, tickets go out to basically every team in the NFL, um, as Robbie educated me on <laughs> a few days ago. But, um, you know, this will be a very mixed crowd. Uh, it's not just going to be, you know, Ram-centric. We saw uh, a couple weeks ago with the NFC Championship game. Uh, that was basically 60% Niners fans. So, I mean, I know I know the Rams have a, a decent home crowd, but I'm expecting uh, a lot of Bengals support here. I think the neutrals will probably be rooting for the Bengals as well. Um, so another kind of important thing to keep in mind, but I think the notion that this is a Rams home game, I, I, I would not be factoring that into my uh, betting analysis here. Um, the, the other thing I would say is, you know, we talked about that Super Bowl a few years ago for the Rams. Um you know, the Rams, and, I, and I'm agreeing with you, Adam, I, I think they are going to put this game in Stafford's hands. I don't think they'll run the ball. Uh, if you recall that game a few years ago against the Patriots, very low-scoring game, but it wasn't because the Rams weren't trying to go downfield. They were. Goff was missing Everything. throws left and right. One of the worst games I've, I've seen him have as a quarterback. Um McVeigh was trying to open it up downfield and, and get vertical with it. Um, it just, you know, it wasn't uh, Goff's game. But I, I don't think McVeigh is going to change up his strategy uh, here at all. Um, I think with Stafford, uh, I, I think we can expect him to be slinging the ball. So um, I agree with you there, Adam. I think, you know, the ball's going to be in Stafford's hands to, to win this game. Uh, but with that said... Uh, I'm I'm leaning Bengals here. I like Bengals plus four. Um, I'm really hoping it gets to four and a half. I'm kind of waiting on it, and I'm keeping an eye on the juice. I think, like I think every, it'll get there. Yeah, I'm I'm eyeing the juice every day to see if it'll kind of inch towards four and a half. But if it gets to four and a half, I'm I'm gonna be all over it. But I'll happily take it at four. Um, 
gladly take it at three and a half. When it gets to three, I'll, I'll start to get a little nervous. You get that hook number. Um, but, boy, yeah, I, I love the Bengals getting four here. And uh, I think they're going to be competitive in this game. Uh, I know the concern is that the Rams' uh, defensive line is going to get after this uh, Bengals O-line that has been suspect. But, I mean, you know, we saw Joe Burrow get sacked nine times in a playoff game and win the game. So, um, guy guy can get up, guy can take a hit. And, uh, you know, the Bengals have the big play ability to win a game like that where it just takes one play. They don't need to go... They don't need to get five yards at a time to go downfield, and that's when you see teams get in trouble. Is when they get, you know, when they're dealing with pressure, is a team that can't go down the field. But that's not what this Bengals team is. Very good uh, down the field passing game. Uh, they get chunk plays in the run game all the time as well with Joe Mixon. Um, so I, I think the Bengals, you know, even if uh, the D line is a concern, which it is. I mean, you've got some absolute monsters uh, on that D line for the Rams. Uh, I, th- I think the Bengals will be able to uh, hold their own and stay in this game. Uh, and I think Joe Burrow's up for the moment. Um, I think I think for – oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say he's shown that all postseason. He's he's not he's not afraid of the moment. Yeah, yeah not to completely derail you, Evan, but do you guys think Joe Burrow is more up for the moment than Stafford? Because I'm almost thinking kind of he might be because Stafford's just been on a bad Lions well, who, team. That was, was going to lead me – yeah. Well, who is more at risk? It's definitely a Stafford. It's got to be Stafford. More pressure yeah. is yeah. a Stafford. lot more pressure. Yeah, 100%. Especially, I mean, Rams being in their hometown, too, that, that adds pressure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was that, that's a great uh, segue. That was going to kind of get to my next point here. I think for the Rams to win this game and, and to cover this game, Stafford is going to have to go out and win it. I don't think the Bengals, uh, I don't think the Rams defense is going to be able to just win this game solely for them. And... Um, yeah, I, I think Stafford will have to go out and win it. So that's kind of the concern. I mean, Stafford's got no shortage of options. Obviously, Higby's up in the air at this point. Um, he's kind of like really the the probably the biggest injury question, I'd say, for this game. Uh, yeah, both these teams are relatively now. healthy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it should be a good game. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. If, if Stafford can – you know, if Stafford goes off for 350 and three touchdowns, I mean that's a hell of a game, and and Bengals might struggle to keep up. But I I I, I think if I like you said, Robbie, I think if there's a quarterback I might be more confident in, and the guy that's going to come in and play looser, I think it might be the second year player. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm going uh I'm going Bengals plus four, and I'm I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. One other thing that I'm not sure if this affects much, but uh, these two teams were built vastly differently. You know, look at the Rams. All lot. I mean, they've they haven't had a first round pick in God knows how long. They've used them all to trade for stars, and I mean, it, you, you can't argue the results. It's worked. They've gotten to two Super Bowls in four years. Um, and then you look on the other side with the Bengals. I mean, that whole team is homegrown. Uh, I, mean, I know they made some uh, some key free agent signings on the defense, um, but that whole offense has been people that they've drafted, they've developed, and uh, I think there's a little bit more of a uh, team atmosphere with the Bengals. Um, just you know how these guys have started, you know, together, worked together, built together, and I think there's a little bit of an underdog you know this team no one believes in us kind of feel with this Bengals team that i think is uh, a little dangerous i guess especially against uh, this rams team full of stars i i did have and this is it's a it's like a negative thought that i had um and, I, and it's not going to change my bet but 
I, I kind of, from the narrative standpoint, I was like, if there's the team that's going to do like the, oh man, we lost the Super Bowl, and then like the next year we're the 6-11 and 11 team or 7-10 and 10 team, it's the Bengals. Like, I, I don't know that I would see the Rams uh, potentially doing that. I think they got one more year with all their players um, before they're going to start being cap hell and, and lose a lot of guys to free agency and some of those draft picks catch up to them. Um, but, yeah, I, I was thinking about kind of the, the trend with the team that loses the Super Bowl, struggles the next year, which, yeah, I mean, is a pretty strong trend over the last 20 years. And uh, it seemed to me that the Bengals probably fit that bill more than any other. But um, I, I don't see that, though. I, I think this Bengals team is going to be very competitive, uh, not only in this game, but in, in the future as well. Um, you know, you're not seeing the sort of, like, uh, the, the, the turnover uh, dependency that uh, some teams rely on to get to this point with the Bengals. Um, you know, I, this is this is a much more uh, realistic approach of how to get to the big game. So uh, I'm sticking with the Bengals. Uh, I actually do like uh, the over at 48.5. I think uh, both teams, as I've said, will be able to put up points in this game. And uh, I think both quarterbacks come to play. But... Um, yeah, I just think I think you're going to see both these teams be able to get to 24 points, uh, and uh, at that point, it's uh, you know just whoever get that last field goal. So um, I, I I think I'll have a little bit of cash on the over. But uh, do you guys have any thoughts about that? I know you mentioned you thought it was a very good line, Adam. Yeah, I'm gonna stay off. Yeah, I think it's a very good line too. I'd I'd actually maybe lean under if I were going to lean one way, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes over by any means, just by the nature of these two teams just being able to gun it out and. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's some value in these defenses being a little underrated, especially on the Bengals side. So that, that's kind of why I le- would lean under. But you, you might be onto something right there on the over. I, I, I'm like, I'm with you, Adam. I think that's a good line. So Yeah, and uh, both these teams have the ability for big plays, though. That's, that's kind of... Yeah, it, which always could change the tide pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah. I see. I just have visions in my head of both Cooper, uh, and Cooper Cup, and Jamar Chase just uh, deep, deep post routes, <laughs> you know, going to the house. So, um, yeah, should be interesting. But uh, all right, we are all on the Bengals in this one, uh, plus four. So, uh, yeah, We're all sh- confident. Should be interesting. Uh, Adam, uh, the Joe Mixon over sixty-one and a half. Cam Akers under sixty-four and a half. Uh, pick like that. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't really talk about it, but that's gonna be my lock of the week. Though. It's a lock. No. The combo of those two, I think. You know, I it doesn't take doesn't take much. It doesn't take a lot of NFL experience watching the game to know that Joe Mixon's a better running back than Cam Akers. Uh, I think they're gonna have to lean on Joe Mixon to win, and Cam Akers. They do not need to lean on him to win. He is a uh, ancillary part, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he splits complete carries with uh sony michelle just the way he, he's running under two yards of carry the last two games um joe mixon looked good against the chiefs and you know they that second half they really came out and started to run the ball on them and i changed their offense got them into attack mode and i i just think with <laughs> there's no i don't see any justification for why that the yards over under joe mixon is less than cam makers i just think that's silly yeah the Cam Akers, yeah, that is kind of interesting, um, especially with Akers coming off that Achilles. Even still, I mean, he's been looking pretty solid um, besides that one fumble at the end of that 
uh, one one uh, the Buccaneers game. game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He hasn't he, he hasn't gotten over two yards of carry in the last two games, and they yeah. they've been feeding him. So I yeah. I don't know. But I I mean for Joe Mixon at least for me uh, I actually really like the under um, mostly because well you got game script and because the Rams have just been pretty good against the run um, so it this seems like a game that both sides are going to maybe need to throw so um, I'm against you on that one um, and you know I've been keeping track of that line and a little bit and that one has been going down the public's like been thinking it's going under so maybe at some point you know you're you're gonna get some good value on that joe mixon uh i'm doing a little research here right now when you mentioned game script um but how did mixon do versus the chiefs last week because i mean that was a no classic. no they, they ended up leaning on him which, you know, that's, yards. Uh, yeah so i mean yeah they leaned on him a little bit in the be, second half he might be game script uh immune um I didn't, I didn't. I mean, my my opinion with that, and I said it wasn't statistically the trend, but I just think if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to do it running a ball and running it directly at some of those star D linemen, and their offense, their offensive line, decent and run, uh, rush rushing blocking, but they they have been one of the worst in the league in, at pass blocking and against guys like Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, those guys are definitely more of pass rushers than uh, run stoppers. So I I just think that. It would be smart for them to uh, utilize Joe Mixon. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, should be interesting. I mean, we've kind of been riding the Bengals uh, the last few weeks. Um, you know, they've they've uh, helped us uh, make a little bit of money back. Um, yeah, I mean, ever since the divisional round, we've all been on them. I think I was on Raiders in the wild card uh, with the points, but uh, otherwise, I mean, you two have picked the Bengals in every single game so far this postseason. So. Um, and then I've been on them since the divisional round. So we're, we've been riding this team. We believe in them. Uh, we think they've got what it takes. All right, then. Well, we've got uh, two of our three lead pipe locks out of the way, but I guess uh, that's a little tease. It's time for us to get into some of our uh, Super Bowl props. Uh, so, uh, Robbie, you put this uh, sheet together. Why don't you uh, run us through some of these? Yeah, so, um, you know, just just for fun, you know, this we're kind of competing against each other. Um what have we done? Like uh, we've done some food prize every year, right? Mm-hmm. Like usually get get. Uh, <laughs> have we? <laughs> I, I don't know. know that, I don't know that it's been realized. I think COVID has kind of been. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think Evan. I don't know if COVID year. was around in season one. We did. <laughs> <laughs> I, just <think> I, <laughs> I never got my pizza, but that's all right. We we just avoid paying Evan when he inevitably wins these Super Bowl props, but uh, you know. We, we got a list of uh, 20 props right here. Um, ver- they vary from either in-game or anything from the National Anthem, the Halftime Show, a- anything you could imagine. Um, some that we think could be fun, some that could, you know, could be useful for maybe in-game, you know. But uh, we try to compete against each other, um, see who can get the, make the most money, theoretical money at least, out of these props. So, um yeah, I guess here starting off, um, let's let's go with uh, what would happen first, and you know that would be the national anthem. Um, we so, we prepped for this a little bit. We we listened to one of the all time national anthems. Oh yeah. the pod. 
Yeah, we, we don't think it's going to get that long. Yeah, no. we listened to Aretha Franklin's rendition on Thanksgiving, and it was so long that the turkey was overdone. <laughs> the extended version. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was four four minutes, 15 seconds. Yeah. It's yeah. just oh, incredible. And uh, RIP in peace, uh, uh, Aretha legend. But yeah, that was a. Uh, that was an interesting national anthem. For that, sure. was a, that was definitely long. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I don't think we were going to see. It get I don't that think long. Uh, we're going to see anything from Mickey Guyton here. Uh, I believe she is more of a country artist. Uh, for I personally, I'm don't really not very familiar with her. Uh, I don't know about any of you guys. Uh, no, absolutely um, not. No, no, a lot of head shaking right here. Um, but uh, length of national anthem right now is over. Under one minute thirty eight seconds. So, I'm under? gonna start. I'm gonna start off guessing over. You know, if she's a country singer, you know, uh, she probably loves America. I assume, you know, and so she wanted to make the most out of the national anthem. And also, it seems like if you're singing the national anthem, like this is your spotlight, you're gonna want to drag it on. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like the the juice on the under, you know, it, uh, plus one forty. Plus one forty. I throw on the that. Under, it, you, know? you know, you don't see a lot of like draw in the, uh, a lot of like hanging on the notes with country singers. So yeah, it could be a little fast. Yeah, you know, I think uh, like a relative newcomer to it too, and somebody not know. Maybe you're a little nervous. Maybe you're trying to rush it. I I, I see I see why you're at. I'm gonna go with the over here. I'm thinking, you know, you gotta gotta go with the narrative in this, like. What's the level of patriotism that's required right now in the country? You know, we're, we're kind of all pissed at each other over COVID, no matter what side of the fence you're on. And nobody's really happy with one another right now. Got to come together. Got to milk the national anthem. You know, get that over. Make sure everybody's really dialed up for the national anthem. I'm, I'm pushing the over here. America needs it. Over is uh, at minus the, 185, you had by that, the way. You had that exact, exact same... Uh, I think what I did that exact same take last yeah, what year. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it hit. <laughs> I do not remember. I, to remember. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I just wait, remember. Wait. It was over. It was over. So, so. We, everyone lost. Oh, well, oh I was on the under last year. Under? I think we're on the under. Ah, oh, man. I think you were just going for same take, different, <laughs> 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 different outcome. Well, the the, uh, the, the the line last year was a little longer. It was a minute and 59 seconds. So uh, they're... They're, they moved it down, so um, I'm going to jump market, on that. Market correct. I think, I think there's some value in the over this year. Yeah. All right, what's the next one, Robbie? All right, next one, we got uh, good old coin toss. Heads, minus 105. Tails, minus 105. Either way, like you're losing some Vegas juice on this one, so you probably shouldn't actually bet this. I'm, but... on, I'm on repeat from last year. Tails never fails. It's just, it's, you just got to gotta feed that. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I... I'm a repeat from last year. I'm doing heads going against you guys because, you know, I, I think the year prior was tails. And so, you know, because there is absolutely no correlation in a coin flip. I don't what happened the year before. I'm, I don't see gotta be heads. I don't see option three, though, where George H.W. <laughs> fails to actually flip the coin. So they have to redo it. <laughs> that was uh, talk about side. bringing America back. <laughs> The best uh, coin flip I've ever seen in my life. OG Bush. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know what uh, I'm referring to, look up on YouTube George H.W. Bush uh, coin toss. It's iconic. But I, I can't believe they sent that guy out there for that. that was, <laughs> he had, he's like in a power chair, like, and he couldn't even move his arm. And they were like, please flip this coin. <laughs> he's like 95 years old. It was outrageous. 
Um, but yeah, so tails. <laughs> All right, tails uh, is not gonna fail. What's our What's our next one, Robbie? All right, so next one. Now we're we're gonna actually start thinking a little bit. Start uh, using our brain. And this is gonna be the first TD score for the Bengals. So, you know, you got all the key players, you know, they got a lot of weapons there. Um, you know, what, Adam, what, what do you think about this one? I want to take the favorite. I like Joe Mixon. Uh, I think plus 275 is pretty good value. Um, if, it, if it's going to be a rushing touchdown, I, I definitely think it's going to be him. And, you know, I just, I, 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 like I mentioned with my lock on this, on the narrative that they're going to have to run the ball to win this game. So I like Joe Mixon here. Yeah, I'm going to go with T. Higgins, uh, listed at plus 550 right here. I just think uh, good value is the ancillary uh, pass catcher in the uh, um, Bengals offense. Kind of get a little bit of everything. He, he can work kind of that fade game near the goal line, or he's got big play potential. So, uh, you know, I don't think uh, no matter where you're at on the field, I don't think he's out of play. So I think good value with Higgins. And, you know, you know that that was one guy I, I was debating between. Uh, I I do like uh, T Higgins, you know, in that spot. You know that that's definitely a good call. I'm going. I think you got some good value on CJ Uzama right here. It's plus seven fifty. Um, that that's that's who I'm picking. You know, I'm I'm going also narrative straight too. You know, he he got uh, pulled out of the last. Uh, the championship game with the knee injury actually carted off, not just pulled out of there. Um, and you know, tears coming down his face. You know, I, I feel like he's, he's a key, uh, role model in that offense. You know, he, he's a guy who's kind of grinded his way up there, you know? So, you know, I, I'm going to go CJ Uzama. Can I go off on that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. The, the guy, I'm not happy with him. <laughs> The guy, I mean, he got a lot of airtime from from Jim Nance and Tony Romo. He's crying on the card. Everybody thinks like, "Oh man, this guy, it's over." Like that's so sad, you know. And he's he's crying. They, you know, but they did put the doubtful tag on him at the time. I remember we were watching the game. And they were like, "He's like on the cart crying," and they were like, "Well, he's doubtful to come back." It was like oh, it doesn't look like it. But but yeah, I mean, if you're crying and you're getting carted off, like you're done for the year. Like I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Like you don't get to play anymore. Like, I'll see a, you next season. I thought that was like ACL. Like, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that, that looked tor- tor- uh, that looked career possibly ending, yeah. and he's he's gonna play two weeks later. You don't get to put me through the emotional roller coaster of that just to like play next week. I, I I'm not I'm not thrilled with that. So he's <laughs> he's in my doghouse. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> All right, what's our next one? Uh, next one, other side of the ball. The Rams first TD score. Uh. uh Gotta gotta be Cooper Cup, right? I mean, uh, I was surprised at plus two thirty uh, that he was this good of a value. Um, I, I kind of thought he would have been in the like plus like one forty one fifty range. Uh, so to get him at plus two thirty, and it's not first. Is it is it first touchdown score for the Rams or is it first touchdown first just for the Rams? Yeah, see, I, I think that's crazy good value oh, I, uh, I, to get Cup at plus yeah, two thirty. I, I so agree with that. One. I don't want to steal your guys' thunder, but that's that's all I'll say. Nope, that I I completely agree. I think I mentioned earlier his hot streak of touchdowns right now. Uh, you know that's the guy they're going to go to. Um, I think his anytime touchdown is like minus two hundred. Like that just shows like Vegas is just thinking he's going to get in the end zone, and why not be the first one? Yeah, I I completely agree. That that's just too good to pass up. I am taking both favorites here, but yeah, I mean all of us call it three guys, one cup. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no. That's that's uh, 
That's a blast from the past. That I, don't, <laughs> hey. I didn't want to remember. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't, don't hey, go searching hey. that on me. No, no, don't. <laughs> Stick to Aretha Franklin. Cup with a K. Cup with a K there. Stick with Aretha Franklin and George H.W. Bush coin toss. That's all you need to look up. Oh, God. I actually, kind of side note, I do like Cooper Cup as the first touchdown score altogether and i think that's like plus 400 or plus 450 like i like that value yeah, that's too. that's great value like, as I, well i think he's shoo-in to get in yep all right next one next one first team to use the coaches challenge let's uh, have adam start this one off yeah i did a little research on this and sean mcveigh has had a wild uh usage of the red flag um you know over the last two years not counting this playoffs he's only challenged six six calls in the entirety and that includes playoffs of those years um this postseason alone he has challenged five times out of a possible six so he's just been you know flag happy with throwing it out there so i i i'm i'm, I'm gonna lean the other way i'm gonna take Bengals just because I, I i mean i don't think he's i think he's only one two out of three and you know he had a couple bad challenges in uh championship week or uh, championship weekend so i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with zach taylor both both even odds. That's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go with the flag happy guy. I'm gonna go with the Rams. You know, give me give me McVeigh in this situation. Out of out of the two, he does seem the least calm. Like Zach Taylor looks a little bit more calm than. I mean, doesn't Sean doesn't McVeigh have just like a personal assistant that just makes sure he doesn't go on the field? <laughs> like I pushes him true. back. I, I'm pretty sure there's somebody's actual job, and I wish I could have this job because it sounds easy and, uh, you know, fun. But, uh, yeah, just push McVeigh off when he's getting out, too out of line. That's the Literally second best out, out of line. Second best coaching position in the NFL. The first best is the uh, the Sean Payton gum guy. Where's <laughs> 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 my fucking juicy fruit? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a... Uh, guy's looking for work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that... Uh, uh, Dennis Allen's uh, in need of that guy, uh, but yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Sean McVay here as well. I just think very erratic personality, Adam. I know you kind of leaned against the recent trend, uh, but yeah, I just think I think he's full. He's going full uh, nerves right now, and and he's he just he's seems like a he, he seems like a very self aware type person. So I, you know, he probably hears the the talk about the challenge flag and why is he using it so much this postseason. Man, he's eggs. Well, he had a bad one last week. Yeah, so he maybe, had two bad yeah, ones. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's uh, they're telling him to calm down a little bit. Yeah, maybe they needed a coach to. You know, keep the flag in his pocket, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Rams though. All right, what's our next one? Next one is first first score of the game, exact outcome. Now options are Rams touchdown, Rams field goal, Rams safety, or Bengals touchdown, Bengals field goal, or Bengals safety. Or you could take no score whatsoever, but I think you could get a different kind of bet for that. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna go Rams two D here, uh, Robbie. You kind of touched on it earlier, but I I think uh, the Rams I do expect them to kind of get out to a hot start in this game. Uh, it's just kind of been what the Bengals have opened up like, uh, and uh, I I could see something maybe not as uh, severe as what happened last or a couple weeks ago with the Chiefs, but uh, I think the Rams will kind of start off on a hot note and uh, get in the end zone early. So I'm going Rams. I like that one. Uh, I, I do think Rams, their first score will be a touchdown bank. But, you know, I like the value in the Bengals field goal. Uh, I, I 
think they're, I mean, I said that I think they're going to get a slower start, but I think they're going to be able to drive down there and, you know, they can maybe at least get close enough for McPherson. Emmeline Bengals TD um, don't really have a good reason. I just gut feel. I actually, I I don't mind uh, taking the field goal as well. That's actually a little bit better juice, but I I just think the Bengals, uh, they might, you know, fourth and short down there, I think they might go for the TD instead of kicking a field goal in a game like this. Yeah, I mean, this is all kind of an exercise in futility to some extent, but, like, aren't aren't you guys a little bit surprised that Bengals' field goal has better juice, I guess you would say, or longer longer odds than uh, Bengals' touchdown? I would have thought yeah, I would have thought it'd be the opposite. I kind of would have thought so too. The way the Bengals are playing, I mean, just I don't think we've met said what they are, but Bengals are plus three forty for the field goal and for the touchdown is plus two sixty. Um, while the Rams touchdown is plus one fifty five. Um, yeah, I kind of thought it'd be a little closer. I mean, they're decently close it, to one I, another. I mean, yeah, it, it's the same way with the Rams. That's probably just a case of like. People bet the touchdown on this, yeah. And so I think probably. just the public, the public money, uh, swings it. But I, I, I don't know if you're if you're looking to to really get slimy with it. Maybe you just do a Rams field goal, Bengals field goal play, and just whoever does it, just you hope for a field goal yeah, first. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what you do with the the odds the way they are. But uh, there might be one where first score is like a field goal or a touchdown or something like that. I, not sure to be honest. Yeah. All right. All right. But, um, okay, moving on. We're going to go first turnover of the game, and the options are fumble plus 185, interception minus 180, or no turnovers whatsoever plus 800. Adam? I just flipped the no turnovers. I I just, you know, these are two. Clean game. I I mean, I I just, there's a scenario where that happens, and it's, it's, I don't think it's plus eight hundred worthy. So I, I I like I like the odds there, and I these are two well coached teams, and you know I, I'm more worried about Stafford with the turnovers than Joe Burrow. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take a long shot there. Why not? I'm gonna go with the favorite interception minus one eighty. Uh, it it seems like uh, you know if there's especially after seeing the, the Cam Akers fumble, I I think the Rams are gonna be wanting to protect the ball. Um, and you know, I I think either of these quarterbacks, uh, they they have the possibility of throwing it to the other team. I mean, both defenses can have done well picking off the ball. So you know, I'm I'm gonna go with the favorite here. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with the fumble here. I just love the value. Uh, what is it? Uh, plus one eighty five. Uh, I don't know. That's just especially when you think of like you know how good the Rams' pass rush is and and the uh, the ability to get a strip sack and then on the other hand i mean we talked about uh, a little bit beforehand adam cam Akers fumbling issues I, I just think that there's uh there's a lot of opportunity for somebody to put the ball on the ground here um and so to get that at plus 185 i just think that's a that's pretty solid value so uh this is actually one of the ones that i like the most but it's not my lock Ooh. <laughs> teasing more teasing more than he did last week with <laughs> your, your lock <laughs> Right, what's our next one? Uh, well, next one is total turnovers, and the number is over under two and a half. Over is minus one twenty. Under is minus one o five. A lot of start off since I have no turnovers. I'm gonna guess the under. That that makes perfect sense. 
Um, I'm actually think it's going to be over. I think uh, both these teams, you know, they can both these defenses can turn the ball over, like I said. So I think we're going to see a couple big plays on the defensive side. Yeah, just a little switcheroo. I'm on the under. I Ooh, think okay. uh, Adam, Adam might be onto something here. Cleaner game than people would think. So. Yeah, I think just I just got a feeling coaches are aren't going to take as many risks as they would. And you saw that with McVay uh, a little bit um, in the first Super Bowl, but try not to lose the game. Yeah. Well, we got one one right here uh, that could potentially turn to turnovers, but total sacks, um, the number is five and a half, and it's pretty much minus 115 for the over or under. Yeah, I'll take the over in this one. Uh, I think it's pretty close, though. I probably won't bet this, but I, I think I, I think the Rams can get three, if not four more sacks in this game. I think they'll be able to get to Burrow, and uh, Bengals should be able to get a couple. So I, I think I would expect this over to hit, but I don't feel great about it. I probably wouldn't put cash on this. I like the over here. I think, you know, between Rams' pass rush, what we talked about, Hendrickson, I, I just think... You know, six isn't a huge number to hit. And with how, I, I mean, I think the Rams are going to be passing the ball a lot. So I think the Bengals can get the three easily. And I think with just how many stars are on that D-line for the Rams, that they can get the three easily. So I like the over. Yeah, I I, I really like the over here, actually. Um, you know, kind of Bengals offensive line has been a little susceptible, letting Joe Burrow get sacked quite a bit. And, you know, Matt Stafford isn't really the biggest. Uh, he, he's pretty much the prototypical pocket passer um especially at this point of his career so you know he, he's gonna hit the ground i think a couple times so i i really like this this over here all right what's our next one next one we got is longest touchdown yardage in the game and this the the total yards on this one is 42 and a half i like the under yeah i just think that uh you know i i think both teams are aware of how how relevant the other team is it you know connected on big uh, at least deep pass plays so i think they uh, might have two high safeties for most of the game and um if anything i think you might see uh, a debo samuel type you know bubble screen go for long i don't think they're gonna i don't think anybody's gonna hit a deep ball over the top yeah i completely agree with you my thinking here is nobody wants to get embarrassed on national television and these d coordinators are no different uh, they don't want to get beat over the top. So I think, like you said, Adam, I think we're going to see a lot of two safety looks and uh, uh, try to keep everything in front of them. So I'll take the under. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think maybe the longest yardage in the game might be over this, um, but I, I think both sides are going to do more of a, probably more of a bend, not break kind of strategy here. Um, so yeah, I, I like the under here too. Um, next, next one, and this is uh, kind of, going off this but which team will score the longest touchdown in this in the game is it going to be the Bengals at plus 105 or the rams at minus 130 yeah i'm going rams i just think uh i've seen cooper cup for like 25 or 30 yards feel like i've seen that like on a loop like it's a gif or something uh the last four months of my life so i, I don't know I, I think uh i think the rams are capable of at least getting one over 20 yards so um i know they're it's this is heavily juiced to the Rams at uh, minus one thirty, but uh, I'll I'll take the Rams. Yeah, you know I think this is kind of kind of good line uh, as far as these odds are. Uh, I I'll take the points with the Bengals. Uh, you know they they definitely have the ability to. 
put up some big plays through Jamar Chase or maybe even T. Higgins. Um, so, uh, you know, I think they could get it done. Yeah, I you know I just I like the Bengals too. I mostly for the juice. I don't really have a good reason. I, I think that that forty two and a half yardage is just way too high. So I mean, this could be in the twenties, and I just yeah, I don't know. I like the Bengals. No, no particular reason. All right, All right. next one. Largest lead of the game, and this over under is at fourteen and a half. This seems crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah I I don't crazy. understand this. Um, I'm on the under here, fourteen and a half. I, I don't, I don't see anybody jumping out to that big of a lead. I mean, it, surely it can happen. I mean, but I, I don't know. I, Fourteen and a half. That's a lot of points. Yeah, that that's does seem like a whole Especially lot. when you get the hook over that too. At fourteen and a half, I, yeah, I, I really like the under in this one. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, minus one twenty-five is not too high for me to bet. I'm a hammer that. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I mean, I. The Rams could get out to a big lead, but I don't think it's going to be more than two touchdowns. I, I think the Bengals are going to at least keep it close to start. Uh, you don't usually see like 15-point leads, so no. 17, that's it's, it's a blowout. It seems at like a lot. Unless you're the Falcons. Never forget. Uh, all right, what's all right, our next one? So now we got a, a little fun one. Number of players with a rushing attempt, and this is with between both teams and the over under is at seven and a half uh it's minus 135 at over seven and a half and the under is plus 105 well funny enough uh like on FanDuel, they have uh, or sorry fan kings um <laughs> they they have the line at uh they only give uh team specific but it's both set at four and a half so interesting that this is at seven and a half. Um, interesting, but I'll take the over. I can, we kind of talked this one out before the pod, but I, I, I personally, I like, uh, I like each quarterback to at least have an attempt, and then you got to think at least two backs uh, for each team. Rams have potential to even get three backs, um, and then you're just looking at uh, two wide receivers uh, to get uh, a carry. And I mean, the Rams do a lot of uh, you know side to side jet sweep action, so I think that's possible. And Jamar Chase has been getting. Uh, some some carries and uh so yeah i i, I personally think that uh this could be a uh, over seven and a half not to mention a fullback but uh yeah yeah i was originally on knee under but you guys sort of talked me into it i think you know you might even see three running backs for the Bengals. you know chris evans joe mixon um samaje p ryan so yeah i, I could so this over could hit without any wideouts having a rush attempt yep i i completely agree um you know don't really need to say too much more about that after that. Uh, after you laid it all out, Evan. <laughs> um, but uh, now we're get, we're gonna switch over. Uh, any player to have 125 or more receiving yards, and yes, anybody having at least 125 is minus 160, and no is plus 120. Uh, I'm on no. Um, it just seems. Like a lot uh, in a game, like we talked about earlier, nobody wants to get embarrassed and beat over the top. Um, it's not like 125 yards is a small number. Um, you need to have multiple big plays. Now, you know, Cup Cup could go nuts and he could do this in three quarters, um, and it wouldn't surprise me. But uh, getting plus 120 on a number as high as 125 yards, I, I personally like that. So I'll, I'll take the no. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, I was just thinking the 
guy to me who has got the best chance of doing that is Cooper Cup, and I don't think he's going to even get there. Um, I, I, that's a big number. Uh, both these teams, I, I think they're going to try to limit the other team's top weapons as best they can, and uh, you know, I, I can see both teams spreading the ball around quite a bit. I mean, both sides got quite a few guys they could toss to, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm gonna lean no as well. Um, I just, you know, I like the the value there with the known. Statistically, I I don't think this is probably. I think the odds are the yes, and that the the betting line shows that. But uh, yeah, I just think you know it might be a little bit more timid. Um, and I think uh, Jalen Ramsey can shut down Chase, and it might be a group effort to shut down uh, Cup. But 125 is a lot. Yep. So all in agreement there. Um, now, will there be an onside kick attempt? I'm going to say no here. Um, no is minus 250. Yes is plus 185. Uh, it seems like to me in this day of age, there hasn't been quite as many onside kicks. Has, has there even been any during this playoff run? I don't really remember any off the top of my head. Um, but I don't really remember any, uh, especially in any of the – the Bengals games where they've been coming back in they they've been just playing good defense and just taking control of the clock. So I, it's a lot of juice on the no, but I, I got to think no here. I'm going to call my shot. I think Zach Taylor calls, calls an onside kick in a surprise scenario. Yeah. Ooh, like start of the anything, but just... at the end of the game, I think there's a okay. onside kick call. I, I think, you know, he low key, you know he's he's calm and I think he's gonna go for it. Yeah, I we talked about this before. Didn't uh, Sean McVay in that? Uh, I tried looking this up Patriots, a second ago, I th- I and swear I couldn't. I couldn't find it. Sean McVay came out in the second half of that Super Bowl against the Patriots and kicked an onside kick, and, and it failed. I swear. Kind of remember that. that I, I swear that happened. Um, I was very drunk for that Super Bowl, though, so I, I, I could be wrong on that. That was a good game to get drunk for, though, because that was a bad one. Um, but, yeah, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go yes. Uh, I just think you got two guys uh, that are on the cutting edge of uh, Coach Think, and, uh, uh, yeah, I just think if these guys might be swarmy enough to try to try something like this. Uh, I'll, I'll take a yes. Plus, Bengals, you know, you could get the – basically, this is like a backdoor cover question, too. If you get a backdoor cover, you're going to get an onside kick, most likely. Um, so the Bengals have that in them. So I'll take a, I'll take a yes. Good, sure, both, good juice on that. Both of you, both of you liking the juice on the yes. Um, so now we're going to, after all this is said and done, Super Bowl MVP. You got options like Matt Stafford, front runner right now at plus 130. Joe Burrow right behind him, plus 225. It seems like quarterbacks usually – the option here, but you also got Cooper Cup plus six hundred, Jamar Chase plus fifteen hundred, and Aaron Donald plus sixteen hundred. Obviously, there's more, but we'll just stop there for now. Uh, what what do you, what do you think, Adam? Uh, no surprise here with my narrative. I'm going Joe Mixon at plus one sec, uh, two uh, twenty five hundred. So twenty five to one odds. I like it. I, like I mentioned, they're gonna if they're gonna win. He's gonna have to play a huge part, so I like those odds. Give us a, give us like a, and, and Robbie, you too, and I'll do it as well. But give us like, what do you think a stat line for a non-quarterback needs to be to win this award? Like, what do you think Joe Mixon needs to put up 
but, to actually win an MVP over the quarterback? I mean, that's, that's a little hard question because if it's a low-scoring game, obviously it doesn't. But I, I would say like 100 yards, two touchdowns, a little bit of action in the pass game. Yeah. Okay. I think that just the game flow matters. So if they're yeah. running the ball and, you know, obviously Joe Burrow, you know, if they win, he's likely to win the MVP. But like I mentioned, I think they're going to have to lean on the run for them to win. So I think, you know, 25 to 1 odds, too good to pass up for a guy that's thinking that the Bengals are going to hang in there. Yeah, my my thought with this is, like, for for a non-quarterback to win, you need to be, like, you need to be better than the MVP. You need to be like the Nickelodeon MVP to win to win this one. If you're not a quarterback, um, only only Mitch knows how to play that well. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm going to go with Aaron Donald. Uh, I just think you know great value at uh, plus sixteen hundred to win. Uh, I was just thinking like I don't know. I think you get three sacks in a in a forced fumble. He's the best player in this game, so I, yeah. don't, I don't I don't hate that at all. Yeah, and, and he's got, I mean, from a narrative standpoint, he's well-known. He's a face everybody knows. Uh, he's on commercials. So I, I could see I could see him doing it if it's, like, kind of a more defensive game, uh, lower scoring. So I'll, I'll take Aaron Donald. I think good value. Yeah, I'm just looking back at uh, previous uh, Super Bowl winners, non-QBs. Uh, most recently, Super Bowl 53, Julian Edelman. Uh, he had 10 catches for 141 yards. It did... If I remember that game, they were just feeding Edelman. Well, he had that wild catch, too. He did have that that wild catch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You had Von Miller in Super Bowl 50 with six tackles, two and a half sacks, a pass deflected. Uh, He was going nuts. (laughs) That that game game. sucked. (laughs) That was an ugly game. game. It sucked. Can't can not diving for a fumble. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) Um, But looking at it, it's a lot of QBs. Quite a few defensive guys, uh, quite a few wide receivers even, and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the wide receiver right here, Cooper Cup. It seems like, um, you know, it, this would be the credit to him um, in that he's kind of been. It, it feels like he's been the main weapon for Matt Stafford, and you know I could see him getting if if he breaks over that 125 receiving yards like we mentioned, if he gets in the end zone a couple times, you know I. That could be his, and I think that's good value at plus 600. Yeah, I think this is a good year to bet a non-QB. Yeah, MVP. I would say so. All right. And so, now moving on. Um, F, well, this is also post-game, but what color will be the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? Um, I don't have a great read on this one. I'm going to go with clear water um, at plus 450. Um, it just... I mean, you you see some clear or water liquid every now and then. I I'm not sure. I don't. Only thing I've heard about this is that orange. The Bengals pretty much drink a lot of orange Gatorade pretty much all the time. So um, that's the only intel I've seen on this I, so I, far. I've heard a lot of smoke with the orange, so I would lean there. Ah, man, purple at ten to one, though. You know, big grimace out there to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't do purple. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I honestly think orange is the play here, but <laughs> my heart's going purple. Uh, well, I'm going to go with a little blue rain. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, blue plus 400. Uh, I'm I'm all in on that. Uh, I like the value, but in all honesty, I, I have no idea with this, and I never know. So <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten this right. So don't don't go off my word. Yeah, I don't think I've gotten this right ever either. So yeah. um, just. 
pick whatever color you like. I'd say that that's the right strategy, right? Yep. All right, moving on from that. Um, so we're we're gonna track back a little bit halftime show, and uh, so we're gonna start with the first song performed. Some options are California Love plus two twenty, next episode plus two seventy five, Family Affair plus four fifty. Uh, maybe you. I don't see it on here, but maybe some Ginny and Juice. Uh, where, where, where <laughs> um, what do you What do you guys like for the first song performed, Devin? Yeah, this is this is how they're coming out. This is definitely how they're coming out. Um, I don't know. Every year when they do this, it's always you know. The lights are off. You see the cell phone, you know, lights are up. Everybody's going nuts. Crowd's going crazy. This this intro feels like it is perfect for this moment. They're going to open with this, and I am locking it up. It is my lead pipe lock. It has great odds, too. Um, what is it? It's uh, plus 550 for them to open with this. And yeah, it's got Dre good. and Snoop on it. You get two of the members. This is a lock. I, I firmly believe in this. You talked me into this 100%. Yeah, yeah you talked me into this too. Yeah, I, I love this too. Let's let's go still Dre. This is coming in. Yeah, Jenny's even in on it too. Yeah, still Dre. I believe it. I believe it. Lock it up. Well, we're all on still Dre. Uh, the plus... 550. Lock it up. Great that value. Is, that is Evan's lock. Great we value. got it. That is great value. All right. What's our, what's our next one here? Next one is, and now this is uh, the first song performed, but uh, what artist? So this is more general. So obviously you could have, if you do Dr. Dre, uh, you got more. It's plus 150, but obviously if it's not still dre you know it could still be you know nothing but g thing or something like that so um does that fall under snoop or is that dre that's a tough one that that's this this is one i'll stay off because i don't want to be on the wrong end of a bad beat because like you might win with two outcomes there you might win nothing but a g thing i mean yeah i mean still dre even if it's still dre yeah yeah. i mean i don't know you can kind of hit both of these um I mean, I'm going Dr. Dre just because I, I locked that up. That's that's what I got to do. But. Same here. I'm going to just hedge and go Mary J. Blige. You know, I, I, I've i got a weird feeling that they're going to just, like, showcase her at the start. Mary J. Blige. I, yeah. <laughs> Are, you're obliged to, to choose Mary J. Blige? Yeah. Okay. That's a Pretty horrible joke. Shit. All right. And, Robbie, um, last but not least. Last but not least. What do you guys think? Will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage? Yes, plus one ten. No, minus one forty five. Are, are we talking swishers or? I I think will he smoke? Anything? Cowboy killers? Anything? Anything? You know, okay. They, whatever. Yeah, Snoop likes to smoke. Okay. I mean, at this point, why not? You know, I I feel like it's a detriment to him if he doesn't. He's used to it. It's just like taking taking somebody away. It's, it's taken taken away from the product. So you know, let's let it flow naturally for Snoop. I can't believe that yes is plus 110 only. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of smoke there. To me, literally. it seems like it'd be just just knowing the NFL, especially. Well, Roger's it, not going for that. It was like, was it last year or two years ago where they pulled a mer- medical marijuana ad because it showed like a kid having seizures or something? Like they've literally done. Uh, 
against the NFL before, soft on this so subject. I don't know. I, I mean, I like, feel like Justin Timberlake no. committed assault on live TV before in, yeah. in this, so I, I don't think, I, you know, I think I think we can progress a little bit with this, and I think it's fine, and I think America's ready for it at this point. <laughs> All right, well, I'm, I'm going to go no. I'm going to think <laughs> Roger's too much of a stickler. He's he's not going to have yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Roger would like that. So, yeah, I'm going no as well. All right. All right. Love uh, the still Dre, though. So let's uh, let's recap then our our lead pipe locks. So Adam, you got Joe Mixon over sixty one and a half parlayed with Cam Akers under sixty four and a half. We call that the running back special. Yep. Um, Robbie, you got Bengals uh, plus zero. So even uh, you you push on a right. Yep. You, you even push you on push. a tie. Um, so Bengals plus zero in the third quarter. Uh, and then I'm on still DRE to be the first song in the halftime show. Love it. Now here's here's the here's the real you know crux of the issue is the podcast parlay. Do we have Ooh, it? Doggy. In us? Yeah, we have it in us. We got it. We got a. Tr- I mean, Bengals plus four. Yeah, yeah we got to we got to throw Bengals plus four in there. That's that's a that's got to be yep, one. Got to right? do Bengals plus four. And then for we're sure. we're on a we're on a couple of. Uh, I don't know about you guys. That under forty two and a half touchdown yardage seems like. Just an outrageous line. I, d- I don't know if we can uh, parlay that. I don't know that. if that's one able to parlay. Nah, okay. yeah, you kind of have yeah, to wait, do that player yard. Cooper Cup, first TD, Rams. I don't even know if you can do that. Uh, yeah, you can hey, do You could definitely you do, do that. I'll yeah. definitely do that. Okay. So that's two. First TD for the Rams. Yeah, I love that. If you can throw that in there, uh, I'm all in on that. Let's see if I could do it specifically for the Rams. And still DRE. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably pay out a crazy number. <laughs> Um, or or would we settle for just any time touchdown score for Cooper Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's two. Yeah, we'll 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 settle for that. I I know it's not a lot of juice, but you know. Uh, can we throw in the um, total sacks over five and a half? I wish we could throw that in. No, <laughs> I really like that one. I, I really wish. I we wish. Could. I I like it. <laughs> What can I say? Well, I threw um, out the uh, the P Ryan ten and a half. But, could, um, could you guys? Ooh, I, I was gonna throw out running it back with Cam Akers under. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how that line went up after last week. I love it. Uh, I'm very much in on that. How about under sixteen and a half receiving yards by Cam Akers? Sixteen and a half. Yeah, I like the rushing yards more, but I just don't understand why that line went from sixty one and a half to higher total after what happened but i mean he was just hurt for a little bit of that game yeah true true that um yeah i don't know do you you have some numbers on the the receiving yards for cam makers that will back up your take here that's that is one play that i like is that under receiving yards just because it, it seems like they use it more in the ground game than passing game but uh yeah, i don't i don't know i don't feel great about that uh what what was the one you had p ryan p ryan over 10 and a half receiving yards i sort of like that Ravi just gave I'm, the I'm, most trepidated look i've ever seen in his life <laughs> we'll see that's that, do, that doesn't seem like a lot of yards Let's do it for a guy that's. I, I like think I think he's steps. got it in him. I think he could do. I it. think he proved a lot last week. That touchdown got him back in the game. I think they're gonna are, they're gonna give him a couple looks. I think he's already. I like it. Right, let's do it. All right. So, 
Uh, Cooper Cup anytime touchdown. P. Ryan over ten and a half receiving yards. He had forty three last week for reference. He did forty one on one play. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. They're down back. Yep. And then uh, Bengals plus four. Piran yep. was third in targets in the, the Bengals last week, or two weeks ago. Who knows what this is going to pay, probably yeah. like. Uh, let's do a quick theoretical right now. Um, it's not second. theoretical anymore. <laughs> and this one will be looking like uh, plus 575. Oh, that's good action. That's good action. So that'd be 25 to win, 143.75. Do we just put all 100 of it on the parlay? No. Just ride? Oh, no, no, no. Just ride? No. No, we got to stick to the script. Okay. We, we got it. <laughs> Good band. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't think they're playing at halftime. No, I don't soon. think they are. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. It's, it's random. It's off the cuff. And it's going to work. And we're going to be, oh, <laughs> I like it. We're going to be above in a plus after this. After this, because it's going to hit. Yeah. Comeback yeah, of the century there. Yeah, we, from being dead. We didn't do one in Robbie, what, what was what was the stat with like how bad we were? Wasn't it like we were, we were oh, like there three. There was a of, where in nine weeks. We were three of yeah. 27, we, I think. We only hit, I think it was it was either three or four out of twenty-seven we hit. So, like, if you faded us, you were making. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that that's kind of what uh, encouraged us to stop. So let's let's see exactly. It was one, two, three, four. We were five, six. We were close. I mean, we were pretty much at uh, minus six hundred after week seventeen. We didn't do it week eighteen and week wildcard week, but we've hit. The last two weeks for like you know four twenty exactly, um, yeah. yellow and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and if we hit what, what was it uh, two fifty this week? If uh, we hit it, it would be it'd be somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean we would be positive. We would for definitely sure. be positive. We would so. definitely be positive. Let's get so, it. Let's get that bread. Let's, let's do it. Come back. This is gonna be a crazy comeback. Secure the bag, boys. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it, guys. Uh, thank you again for another great season. Everybody out there, enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, hope it's a great game. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed it, uh, hanging out with us this year. And uh, we'll be back uh, you know, next year bringing you uh, more NFL action. But until then, take care.